Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pelvic Matters. I'm your host, Marina Castellanos, a physical therapist specializing in pelvic health for women and children in Westchester County, New York. Today on the show, I'm joined by Emily Watson. Emily Watson is the founder of My Nest Well, a new online platform that connects hopeful, expecting, and new moms to trusted maternal wellness professionals locally and virtually. She's also the mama of one rainbow baby girl whose struggles to get her inspired her to build My Nest Well. After hitting rock bottom in her own motherhood journey, Emily realized that it really does take a village to raise a mother, and she wants to make it easier to find yours. Emily has been featured in Westchester Magazine, Greenwich Lifestyle Magazine, and Expectful. A certified yoga instructor and health coach, she currently serves as an infertility mentor with Fruitful, and through her work there and with My Nest Well, has helped countless mothers and families feel more joyful on their journey. She currently lives with her husband and daughter in Westchester County, New York. Welcome to the show, Emily. Thank you so much for having me, Marina. I'm really excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. So, um, you know, I realized that for you to come on the show and share about your fertility journey and what that was like, you know, I, I'm so grateful for that because I realized... Um, you know, I didn't struggle with infertility. You know, it's such a blessing that I was able to conceive right away. And, you know, to have somebody come and share what that kind of journey was like, um, I realized that it must be so private and so personal and so emotional. Um, you know, I'm just filled with so much gratitude that, um, you know, you want to come on and, and share a bit about, you know, your story. So I'm going to ask you if you would be okay with sharing some of the more you know, significant parts of your fertility journey? Yeah, um, well, certainly. I, I will say that um, as, I've, as I've gone through this process and um, I've definitely become more open, but for those first two years, um, I was really private about it because I didn't, you know, it's not talked about. Um, I think many of us I fell into the camp of, um, you know, you get married, you uh, want to have a baby, you have the baby, you hold the baby, and you move on. Um, and as I've gone through this journey and talked to so many more women, I realized that um, there are so many obstacles um, in the motherhood journey. And whereas, you know, I struggled with um, the fertility aspect and trying to conceive, I think talking to any mother, she hit some bump along the way. Um, mine just happened to be pretty early on. Um, and, you know, I, you know, my husband and I had been together for a really long time and before we got married. And so when we got married, we were ready to start our family. Um, and, you know, it was really discouraging. Um, you know, I was a health coach and a yoga instructor. I was doing quote unquote, everything right. Um, so it was quite humbling to, um, to hit some some bumps with my own wellness, um, and you know, as I as I started to see more doctors and and do more tests and everything, I realized how, um, you know, how just not well versed I was in my own reproductive health and how I had been very passive in that process, and so, you know, I I think that's informed a lot of my journey. Um, and we'll probably get to it later about, you know, why I reached out to, to you. Um, spoiler alert, you were my pelvic floor specialist. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I ultimately I landed in a fertility clinic. I never imagined myself to be there. I was in tears going into the office. I was in tears coming out. 
Um, but you know, luckily I had a really supportive doctor. Um, but I, I knew I wanted to do things along, along the way myself to, to enhance my experience and optimize my chance of conceiving. Um, and you know, it, it was really hard. I, I never imagined um, being in that office and I, I never imagined taking hormones. I never imagined um, ultimately having to go the IVF route or choosing to go the IVF route. Um, but I'm, I'm immensely grateful for the experience because along the way I met incredible people. Mm -hmm. um, I met incredible women who have, you know, devoted their lives to serving others on this journey, um, to lifting them up, because I ultimately realized, you know, in that fertility process, I had, you know, like I said earlier, I had gone through um, it pretty privately um, with my husband. And, you know, um, we started to talk to a few family members, you know, having family members in medicine, I relied on their medical expertise and, and opinions. And, um, but ultimately, I realized, um, in order to to get out of that kind of emotional hole and, and mental hole, I needed to rely on professional support. So um, I started to seek out professional help and um, ultimately it, it all inspired, um, you know, the creation of my Nestle. Wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, thank you so much for sharing that. And I think you touched on some really, um, you know, things that can speak to anybody, whether or not you had any kind of fertility issues, um, you know, especially being in the wellness space, like you are, I think those of us in the healthcare space and the wellness space, like we tend to be the most hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we think we're doing everything right and everything's going to pan out 100%. I mean, after I had the baby and, you know, I lifted too much one time and I said, uh oh, I feel pressure in my pelvis. I mean, I just lost it. You know, and I said to my husband, I was like, why did I do that? I know better. I was like, I'm giving myself a prolapse or I'm making it worse. And like, he was like, calm down. He's like, you know what to do. Like, it's okay. So, you know, he really, you know, you know, talked me down from that anxiety I had, but I was so mad at myself um, yeah. just because I'm like, you know, I know better. Like, this is what I help women with. This is what I do. And just, I lost concentration and focus for like a second and, you know, did something that I thought was going to do, you know, real damage to my body and, you know, and it didn't, of course. Um, but, you know, I understand how, you know, we kind of, we just, we just put so much pressure on ourselves. Um, you know, we expect more of ourselves because of, you know, the space that we're in, um, you know, professionally. So I definitely, you know, identify with that. Um, exactly. And there was a lot of, um, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of guilt also in, um, if you're in the space and then there's a lot of guilt associated with reaching out for more help because you know you feel like you should know better. So I, I went through those, I jumped through those hoops um, myself and um, I, I just realized there's so much to be gained from relying on the expertise of others. Um, so I, excited to share it with other people. Yeah, and I think that's um, that's such a huge thing for women to hear is that you know it's okay to reach out for help, whether you're trying to conceive, whether you're pregnant, whether you're postpartum, whatever it is, you know, it is absolutely 100% okay. And I would say definitely recommend it to ask for help um, oh with gosh. whatever yes. is going on. That's another thing I think we all still struggle with so much is just thinking that, you know, we're going to do it all on our own. Mm -hmm. um, and oftentimes, you know, that's just not the case. Um, so really, it sounds like this journey is, you know, the main reason, um, you know, what inspired you to create My Nest Well. Mm -hmm. 
And did you find that, you know, when you were going through your fertility journey, um, you were just looking for help that maybe you would find now just going straight to my nest well? Right, exactly. So um, I remember, you know, when you're in that process, you're, there's a level of desperation, hopelessness, um, you know, you're, you're trying to consume all the material you can, how can, how to best optimize, you know, fertility, what can I do to increase the chances of conceiving? So I was Googling things, I was reading blog posts, listening to podcasts, you know, like this one, you know, um, all sorts of resources. Um, and, but, you know, they're, they're ultimately pretty impersonal. Um, and, you know, these articles and everything I was reading, they were, you know, talking about these actual people, these experts, um, whether it's acupuncturists, fertility coaches, um, health coaches, you know, mental health specialists who, reproductive psychologists, you know, all of these people who, um, who could help me, who are outside of, you know, even what my doctors could provide. Um, and, but it was a really hard, I had a really, really hard time finding them. Um, I knew they existed um, because I had, you know, like I said, read about them, heard about them, um, all the things. But when I actually went to go do the searches um, online, I was just overwhelmed with like too many results that weren't relevant or um, didn't find enough um, that were really, um, you know, personalized to me and what I was going through. Um, so ultimately, you know, I just, I remember my computer just one night, I had like 20 different tabs open because I was like trying to find all these resources. My computer just crashed. It was like a sign. It was like, just give up. And I just remember talking to my husband and I was in tears because I didn't know what else to do. Um, and, you know, over the course of, you know, really weeks, I, I just thought there has to, like, why isn't this easier? Like, and, you know, since then I've talked to more and more women who throughout all stages of motherhood really have struggled to find their people. Um, I think we all hear about these resources, you know, if you're lucky enough to, to know that a lot of these experts exist, whether it's, you know, pelvic floor specialists like yourself or fertility coaches or, um, lactation consultants, whatever. Um, if you're lucky enough to know that it exists, you, you know, it's a search for, but sometimes you don't even know what you're looking for. Um, so true. I really wanted to create a one-stop shop for, for people to go to, um, you know, I, I remember getting married, um, and using, you know, when we were planning our wedding, we used the, the knot because, you know, it was like, you get your DJ, you get your, you know, your cake decorator or whatever, um, you know, wedding planner, everything in one place. And it was like, why isn't there something like that for moms? You know, especially first time moms who've never done this before. Um, there's no guide. <laughs> um, and so, you know, being able to have a one-stop shop where you can really connect with another wellness professional one-on-one, -on -one, because I, I realized that no matter how many resources there are out there until you get one-on-one -on -one personal support from an expert, like there, you're always going to be missing out. Um, but I think there's, there's so much magic, you know, we realized even with the pandemic, um, the value in connecting with people. And it's, it's not just the information that is exchanged. It's, 
it's so much more than that. For somebody to be able to hold space for you emotionally, um, you know, physically, mentally, all, all of the things spiritually is, um, is something that I think we tend to lack in, in a society that's a little more transactional. And, and so, um, you know, I know I felt that with you in, in my appointment with you and, and being able to ask questions that you can't ask to a forum. And, <laughs> um, and so I, I am, am just so committed to, to having other women see the value in um, connecting with, with other professionals um, and getting the care they need. I think it's so great um, because you have such a variety of professionals on my nest well, um, like acupuncturists, pelvic floor physical therapists like myself. Um, you know, I think everybody relies on their OBGYN to inform them about these other resources. Um, and I think a lot of the time that just doesn't happen. I mean, our doctors have such minimal time with us because they're yeah. seeing such a huge caseload of patients. Um, so, and, and the resources that women normally are recommended, like, the books, you know, what to expect when you're expecting, you know, I read through those and I don't seem to remember any talk about, you know, reproductive psychologists and public or physical therapists and any of that stuff. So, you know, where do you, where do you learn about these things? Um, you know, if you're lucky enough, you have a friend or family member who tells you, but otherwise, and just like you said, you're doing research and have 20 million tabs open and your computer yeah. crashed with just an overwhelming amount of information that you have to seep through. Um, so I think having, you know, an organization like My Nest Well is just wonderful. It saves time. Um, and I think it really is helpful in having women, you know, find their people, like you said, just finding their tribe of support. Um, so I would love for you to share a little bit about your experience with support. So, um, you know, so like you said, you came to see me for pelvic floor physical therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, would you be okay with sharing a little bit with everybody, with our listeners, why you felt like that was important for you? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there, I will say that, you know, I'll, I'll just go back to your previous point. I think, um, you know, your point about people knowing that these resources exist is, is one thing. And, you know, I learned, um, you know, I myself was learning about all these resources and I did not know there were, you know, a re reproductive psychologist. It was only by, you know, happening to listen to the right podcast or, you know, be following the right person on Instagram. Um, so, you know, I went through my own process of learning about these people and, you know, pelvic floor physical therapy is, is one of those services that I did not know existed. <laughs> despite that's having, that's a pretty you know, common thing. <laughs> exactly. Despite, um, you know, I was there for my own sister's, the birth of her, her child, her first child, and, you know, she had some complications afterwards. And I, I know now she could have benefited from a pelvic floor physical therapist, but she still didn't have any idea. And I, you know, I had a background in, in, um, you know, in healthcare and in everything. And I still didn't know, and we rely so much on, um, our OBs for, um, much of our reproductive wellness, um, and even you know pelvic floor health, we we think that that area down there is covered by them, um, yeah. but it's not all covered by them. And um, you know, this the process, the the whole fertility journey really taught me um, to be more proactive. I I you know when I was when I was struck with struggling to conceive, it was 
you know, I was suddenly in a, in a reactive mode um, in which I was, was trying to, you know, fix something. And I promised myself that I would be more proactive in my wellness, mm-hmm. um, especially my reproductive wellness. And um, one of the things, you know, that during the fertility process, um, one, I wanted to be more proactive about, you know, um, ensuring like a safe delivery and making sure that, you know, you know, my posture was okay and, and that I could decrease my chances of diastasis recti and prolapse and all of these things and, and make sure that I was strong there. But there was also, you know, a certain amount of trauma, I think, that I carried from the fertility process and not trusting myself and my body and um, lacking confidence in myself because for so long I didn't I didn't know that much about what happened down there despite you know taking a number of science classes and anatomy classes and physiology classes um, but when it came to my own wellness I was I was pretty clueless honestly um, so you know there were multiple levels I, I certainly wanted to be prepared for I wanted to be strong enough for for laboring and and birth and and do those sorts of things but I also there was some unraveling to be done as far as like the the trauma and reconnecting with my um with my pelvic floor and and kind of reproductive wellness because I I I just went for so long not trusting myself and not trusting it I think that's so wonderful of you to say, because I think so many women um, struggle with that, struggling with, you know, connecting to their own body, whether it's their pelvic floor or not. Um, you know, when you're pregnant, also everything changes. So what you once knew now isn't there, so to speak, um, especially in terms of your posture, your balance, your, you know, sense of self, because now you're just, you're totally changed with this big belly in front of you. Um, I had Lynn Schulte on the show, um, it was over a month ago and she was talking about birth trauma and how we hold trauma in the tissues mm-hmm. and I think that's that really is um, useful information just to know about any trauma in life whether you're a mother or not so if you're carrying yeah. trauma from you know let's say your fertility journey you know that does that can resonate within your body you know physically so I think doing the work that you did just to reconnect and understand oh yeah there's my pelvic floor and you know, what its job is and having the opportunity to ask questions, um, like you said before, is just so important and so empowering. Um, mm-hmm. Because as we all know, when that labor process starts, you know, it's out of our control. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, we just have to go with it. Um, so just understanding what your body needs to do, I think really goes a long way. Exactly, exactly. So this was so amazing, Emily. I hope everybody goes and checks out My Nest Well because it really is a wonderful resource. And thank you so much for sharing your personal story with everybody. Um, I think it's so wonderful when women know that they're not alone. Um, you know, yeah. every journey they're on, whatever path that they're on, whether it's fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, um, you know, any kind of journey that they're on. So let's have everybody here, um, you know, the best place they can reach you and find My Nest Well. Yeah, so um, My Nest Well is at mynestwell.com. And then we're also on Instagram. um, It's just My Nest Well. Um, and then, yeah, those are the, the places I'm most active. Um, sometimes you'll catch a glimpse of my daughter and, <laughs> so and she's such a cutie. 
<laughs> yeah, she's not much, um, not much older than your daughter, so. <laughs> yeah, I know we had, we had them around the same time for everybody. You know, I mean, I was pretty pregnant around the time that I saw Emily. So yeah. you know, things were, things were right in sync then. Um, yeah. and we had our daughters pretty close <laughs> to each other and Emily's daughter, she's just a, a cute little sweetie pie. Um, okay. Thank you so much again, Emily, for being here and everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Public Matters and don't forget to tune in next time. Bye-bye.